Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live. And uh, man, that's probably what, the fifth time you've heard that one over the last couple of years? It probably needs yeah. to be updated, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you could, you could bring it up to yeah. speed. Yeah, I think so. I think we might have to do that when we get done here today. So, uh, um, look, I've got uh, one returning guest and, and one new guest who I have to say. Touch you in a special way. He brought my marbles. Not like that. He brought my marbles to me today, man. This is cool. So, uh, I've got Ray Sizemore here uh, from The Haven, and I've got uh, Tony Salsa. Tony Tejas. Uh, himself, man. The man, so, the myth, the legend. That's it. Still making killer salsa. So uh, I needed to refill my fridge. I figured, hey, we invite Tony on, <laughs> bring some over, you know, save myself a couple bucks. So anyway, uh, please t- introduce yourselves, gentlemen, and then we'll get kind of right into it here. Well, I'm Ray Sizemore from the Haven Place in Navarre. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm a social worker. I yeah. get into yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, working with relationships, working with trauma, yeah. helping people resolve a lot of that stuff. Nobody has all the tools they need to survive in life, and that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Nobody gets out alive anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> to, give, to give more people tools, just like that marble that you just Yeah, I'm telling down. you, man, I'm t- it, it, will, it, will, it will be a fidgety thing. Uh-huh. It, it happens. That's how I am, so. Yeah. I'm Tony Tejas. I uh, make the world's best salsa. I'm out of Mobile, Alabama, uh, on a mission to make the world a better place one cup of salsa at a time. Yeah. That's a noble mission. It is. Yeah, so uh, I noticed your packaging is different. Yeah, man, we're on generation two. Uh, had to uh, make it a little easier for the consumer to distinguish between them and and uh, make it at a price point that's a little more attractive. You know, other than it being deliciously wonderful, uh, people do like to uh, spend about the same amount of money as they would for the other crowd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sad, isn't it? It is. But I hear you. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm here hey. to educate. But see, this know? is when you say, why buy the crap for that price when you can buy the good stuff for the same? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's yeah. the mission. It's amazing how much psychology goes into uh, labeling and packaging and, and impulse buying and the colors of that, that strike your your, yes. uh, your imagination. So It's all imagination. Okay. So, all right. So, when Ray got here this morning... Ray, I, I was telling stories while I was in the other room, and and then I got hooked when I came back in in the middle of the story, and I've ended up with a inside of a pine cone. Yep. Right, which I would never know was the inside of a pine cone unless Ray had said something. Nope, didn't know it existed. And one blue marble, mm-hmm. and that is well, it's blue and white marble, but that's only because I did not choose the green one that mint chocolate chip over here got <laughs> that I really want. I, I, I really want that one. Or the, uh, the which one did you get? It? The, the 70 colors, yeah. clear. Yeah. <clears throat> you got like Cleaver Brown colors. Yeah, these are yeah. nice. Um, Reminds so, my parents' uh, sofa. Well, what I did right off the bat is I engaged everybody's imagination. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, where I'm You're a winner from. in my book, man. I got marble in the, and this, the inside of a pine cone, this is really cool. It really is. I, I have not uh, ever seen the inside of a pine cone like this where the everything's peeled away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's wood. Yeah, and it looks like wood on the inside, compared to the outside, which is uh, quite bristly and uh, yeah. unappealing. It's like, spiky. Like, like I said, the whole point behind that is uh, you're looking at a pine cone and thinking about that as a person. Yeah, with all of that garbage on the outside is barriers that people put up to keep other people away. But at the inside, everybody has a unique core of inner beauty. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking for in my work, and that's what I encourage other people to look at 
when they're interacting with other people. Yeah. Look for, look for that inner core. Keep passive personas, huh? Yeah. yeah. I put a little bit of inner beauty in every cup of salsa. There you go. There you go. He does. <laughs> he does pour a little bit of himself in there. Um, so, uh, with the, with the, are these the tactics you use with just about everybody? You try to, in some way, invoke some story or, or some way to sort of break a barrier down? Yeah. I'm breaking barriers down. Yeah. That's what I'm doing initially, just to get a conversation started. Yeah. That, that's all my work involves, is conversations. Helping people see different perspectives, different ways of looking at life, mm-hmm. coming up with different ways of dealing with life. Mm-hmm. Works very, it works pretty darn good. So so what is, the ha- what is the Haven, for those that don't know? The Haven Place is a limited liability company over in Navarre. Mm-hmm. It's a counseling center. I do a variety of different things there. A lot of this stuff, I'm sitting in the office, we're having conversations. Yeah. Uh, using a lot of different therapy modalities, a lot of talking. But I use stuff like EMDR, eye movement desensitization routines, and we do a lot of body work. Um, for example, we're not going to stand up right now, but if I was to stand up, I could show you a couple different body postures that mm-hmm. are going to make you more anxious. Sure. That can make you depressed, but I can also open your body up so you're going to feel much more relaxed, much more happy. Right. But most times people come in to see me, they're stooped over, they're tight around their mm-hmm. bodies, but if they open up, some of that goes away, huh? A lot of that goes away. Well, don't they say like 90% of communication is body language? Mm-hmm. Is it something like that? Yeah, about 80%. Yeah, yeah I believe it. So mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, the way you're standing, the way is, is reflective of how you're feeling. and Sure. Yeah. The way you're standing, the way you're sitting. Yeah. So do you, are you guys a, a, um, a walking place if, if somebody wants to come see you or, or do they have to have a doctor's appointment? or? What they need to do is just give us a call. Phone number is 850 684 Three zero five nine. Just give us a call, and uh, you don't even have to bring your own morals. Don't even have to bring your own morals. <laughs> don't even have to bring your own morals, man. That's awesome. So if you lost them, no worries. That's right. They, Come got on a, in. they got a couple extras. So. Yeah, they got some extras there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So how did you get into this line of work? I'm a retired Air Force vet. Yeah. Long about oh, 1998, somewhere around there. My son was working with a social worker. And I thought this is a pretty cool deal that she's doing. Right. I didn't really get into this. I was looking to retire anyway. Mm-hmm. So I figured I had to have another career because I didn't want to live just off retirement. Sure. So I got into this, and uh, it's been a long road to get to the point where I've accumulated enough experience and skills right. to really do a good job with this. And I uh, opened the place up about a year ago. Been looking to do it for about three years. Mm-hmm. But opened the place up about a year ago. It's doing pretty good. Yeah. Is it just you down there, or do you have other others that work in the office with you? It's just me right now as far as the Haven place, but I also have a Favor House. Okay. Favor House is a local domestic violence center. Yeah. And they have a, uh, a counselor that comes in two days a week working with uh, people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a pretty good relationship. I've worked with Favor House, so shoot, 10 years. Wow. So is this, a, this is a change of pace from the Air Force, isn't it? Oh, yeah, big time change yeah, it's of pace. It's a slow down, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. No? No, my wife told me after I retired, within three months, I was busier than I was before. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy when you're working for yourself, man. Oh, you, will, you will push, you will work harder than... I, I mean, I, I know I do. Mm-hmm. I justify some things that I probably shouldn't be justifying, like 18-hour days. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, because it's, it's, it's for you, right? It's for the business. If, if you don't do it, nobody else will. That's true. A lot of the people that uh, I'm familiar with don't have the skills, the qualifications that I do in terms of working with trauma. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of time to accumulate that stuff. And yeah. It comes in very Took very a lot handy. of trauma to go through, too, didn't it? Well, sometimes. Yeah, some. so, so who do you talk to when you need to talk? What I do is I go back and talk with a couple of friends I have, yeah, mentors, and uh, also interact a lot with the National Association of Social Workers. I used to be the unit chair here in Pensacola. Okay. 
but I still got a lot of ties. There's a there. lot of you guys, huh? Yeah, there's a fair number. Yeah. A fair number. But uh, there's a couple of people there I can bounce ideas off, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think people get misconception when they hear the word social worker, right? Because mm-hmm. it sounds boring. It sounds government. It sounds just like you just hang out and punch a clock all day, right? I have a sociology degree mm-hmm. in, from, from Florida State that I um, started to study because I wanted to learn about human behavior, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the most fascinating things out there, if yeah. not the most fascinating. And so it's just, it's got a, it, here's one of your layers, right? It's got a really, it's, a, it's got a bad rap because the name's just lame, right? Uh-huh. It needs to be like super intellectual study of humans or something like that. But I have found in the last probably three to five years of, of business building and entrepreneurship that sociology has been like the fundamental um, uh, lens for me to look through mm-hmm. when trying to do anything with this business. It's quite fascinating, and watching people is a fun Ooh, sport. It's one of my favorites. It's oh, a fun man. sport, man. Oh, yeah. People I, do weird you things. You see all man. kind of stuff. <laughs> my wife hates that. I'll be standing in Walmart or someplace. And I'm like, don't stare. People, and she'll tell me to stop doing that. Yeah, no, it's fascinating it to is. me. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, and I say all this because, as a layer, you know, in at Florida State, it's a huge department. And it, it is a it is a huge. Um, has a lot of students for the for the sociology degree. Had I known what I know now, I think I would have taken a little bit deeper route into some of that stuff because it got really into the human psyche and and why we do the thing. Why do we do the things we do? And of course, now with as much marketing and all that stuff as a man, just all human behavior. So mm-hmm. many yeah, and with ways. the data and all that stuff we can get now from Google and and the internet and all that. Oh, yeah. So you know, it's, it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get bored anymore mm-hmm. when somebody says social worker. Mm-hmm. Well, the standard yeah. question when you join or get into social work is, why do you want to be a social worker? Yeah. And there's actually two answers to that. First, <clears throat> you become a social worker because you are a critical thinker. You're looking for different ideas, stuff like that. Yeah. And the other part of it is you're going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah. I'm blunt with my clients. I tell them up front, yeah. I'm going to push you because I'm going to come up with some different ideas, different perspectives. Yeah. Some stuff you may have thought of, didn't want to think about. Right. And some stuff you just didn't think about at all. See, I say that, and they think mm. I'm a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> you get away with it. I can get away. I with just it. need name tags. This is social worker. Out of this. That's what it is. Very cool. Jerk slash social worker. That's it. So, um, okay, so, so you take on clients, or do you go to groups? So, how does the business model work? Well, the way I'm working it right now, I, I'm taking on clients there. Okay. Um, it's by appointment only right now. Don't have the business. Be honest with you. Mm-hmm. To have myself sitting there full time okay it's building might not be a bad thing though yeah gives me some opportunities yeah but one of the nice things about this job is uh i'm not dealing with just depression anxiety standard labels coming in the door i'm dealing with people yeah okay and and everybody's story everybody's history is going to be different that's one of the fascinating things about this job for me yeah one of the things that makes me just want to go to work every day sure because nobody's got the same story it's very true and they all need to be told Mm -hmm. right so are you finding some similarities though between um you know are you finding just groups of of people in in a way that they relate to incidents like i mean obviously you you've got the the group of the depression you've got a group or or a category of of you know feelings or or where they go but are do you find things more random than say just the box that everybody else tries to put people in it's all random yeah 
It's like so. What somebody may think they're they're depressed, but it may not be depression at all, right? They're not. They're not. Yeah. I had a lady come in a while back. Her uh, fiance told her, "You need to go in and get some anger management." Yeah. Anger management wasn't her problem. No right. more near close. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so it th- probably was him. <laughs> yeah. well, it could, it could have Sometimes been it can just be your surroundings, <laughs> yeah. right? Sometimes it is definitely your surroundings. Yeah. And well, and that's sort of where I was headed. Is like you know. A lot of times today, and you hear all the bad rap about the pharmaceuticals and all the other mm-hmm. stuff, and just really how it's worse than it is good. And so I'm wondering how many people in this life walk through with with a, a just a real quick diagnosis or something that may not be correct because it was either the only thing known, you know, ten years ago, or it was just the easy thing to go ahead and write off and call it a day. That, that, that potential is huge. Yeah. One of my soapbox issues is called psychological masquerade. Uh-huh. What that amounts to is anything that can resemble or meet the criteria for a psychiatric diagnosis. Yep. And there are thousands of medical problems, mm-hmm. environmental problems, relationship problems that can masquerade as a psychological disorder, and they're not. Right. If I take a look at the underlying cause, then that psychological disorder goes away. Right, right. Yeah, so and that's why I was wondering. I'm wondering if you if you get to uncover that because it seems to be your approach is a little different than people aren't coming in there to get diagnosed. I guess they're so, so they're coming in there to talk, right? So it's a completely talk. different approach mm-hmm. to a patient. I tell them up front, I'm not into diagnoses. Yeah, for you take two of these and call me in the morning. Oh yeah, <laughs> bring your own marbles. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, do you have the proverbial work. sofa? Uh, believe it or not, I do have a couch. It's an uncomfortable couch on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a, vinyl so i can clean it easy yeah and i've had a few clients come in they put their feet up on the couch they get comfortable yeah and we proceed to move on with stuff we're talking about but yeah i do have the proverbial couch nice (laughs) i have one it's not really well done for therapy though yeah nah no put in a pinch and you're tired yeah Mm -hmm. oh it's a great napping couch I'll it's just short enough that you can't get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't get the legs out yeah. and stay for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, this one looks pretty in a picture, but as far as comfortable to sit on, I'll pass. Yeah, but, that, but that's where most of the people sit. What do you th- What do you think is the best way to get? Or what are some of your best ways to get past the walls as quick as possible? Because well, I know you, you're. That's what you want to do, right? Yeah. You're limited on time, so limited on time. One of the things I focus on is wellness. Lots of time people hear the term mental health, mm-hmm. and they automatically think of stuff like depression, anxiety, bipolar, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And I do away with that. I focus on wellness. Yeah. You know, okay. How well are you? Yeah. And I give them a little short questionnaire, and that focuses on strengths. And we talk a lot about strengths. Another tool I use is called uh, interest roles and characteristics. Okay. And all, and all it is is just a four sheets of paper with here's all the things you used to do, like to do, here's the stuff you still like to do. Something Here's like what you're actually to, doing. I'll get into Hula or uh, Zumba uh-huh. or uh, shoot. One other weird thing. You know, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Dumpster diving, candle making. Uh, <laughs> belly, belly we are dancing. weird creatures of habit, are we yeah, not? <laughs> belly, belly dancing. And we start a conversation with all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. We talk about the different roles they've had in the past, yeah. the roles they've had in the future, and the fact that they, most people miss a lot of the roles. They don't write them down. They don't give themselves credit for it. And we take a look at a lot of the positive characteristics they have. And what I do is I try to give realistic compliments to mm-hmm. all these people. And what I'm doing is building up strengths. That's really what I'm focusing on. But at the same token, I'm also having a dialogue, a conversation, similar to what we're having here now. Mm-hmm. You've got a good imagination. You can't put down that fluffy mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm a fidgety. <laughs> I, I will hold this all day. 
and it will sit up there on the desk so that when I'm working, I'm playing with it. But that's one of the key differences I do. The other thing I do, um, I keep track of the clients that are coming in to see me, and I can tell them from a week-to-week basis where they're at in the treatment process. Mm-hmm. I can figure out pretty close when they're getting done. Yeah. And nobody else does that. You can probably tell whether they're being real honest with themselves real quick too, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to find out when they're not being honest. Because I, think the, I, don't, I don't think there's enough people telling enough people that they're just not being honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. I think, and I get it. We we want to we want to you know throw the bad up under the carpet and 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 keep the good in the limelight a lot of times. But sometimes, like that's what you're here to do, right? Is learn the lessons. So mm-hmm. you just you can't keep denying mm-hmm. some stuff. And, and I, in the entrepreneurial world, because I've had some clients walk in here with some ideas and they're just jazzed for it. And I'm just the one to just step on the dreams and be like, it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah. And there, I, I've had, I have not had one guy yet, at least he's not done yet, making me look bad when I said that. I haven't had anybody yet turn around and say, oh, yeah, let me show you, right? Right. So I'm waiting to be, I would love for it to be like, oh, yeah, whatever, let me show you. Mm-hmm. And, and they come out with the next best Facebook or whatever. But mm-hmm. but the, um, sometimes you just got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't think well, we're honest you know, enough. We're not, not, we're I know, I've spent so years not being honest with myself. We're social media now, and we have this image that we like to portray mm-hmm. that we don't reflect on who we really are. Yeah, enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, now, one of the hardest things for people coming in to see me is just the courage to come in and talk with a total stranger about very personal, very private things. See, that's easy for me. Right, I, me I too. think talking I to like, a stranger is easier than talking <laughs> to somebody you know, you know? Because <laughs> somebody you know can hold that stuff over your head later. So, yeah. it's perfect stranger, it's like, when I'm gone, I'm gone. Now, one of the downsides to the job, because I've been sharing all this stuff with total strangers, mm-hmm. really cool people. Yeah. Meet hundreds of really cool people. Oh, I bet. Okay. I bet. But ethically, I can't. Have you can't any, tell anybody about it. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell anybody about it, and I can't have any friendships with them because I know so much oh, about them. Right. Already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it means I yeah. I hang out with a lot of social workers. <laughs> we don't have the same problem. <laughs> there's there's they have groups for that, right? Well, they probably do. Yeah. I haven't found one. Well, that's yet. why I was asking, like, who do you go to? To you? because I, I'm assuming, you know, I, I think everybody should have some form of uh, accountability partner or oh, yeah. mentor or advisory council, as I like to call them. But you need a group of, of people that are just not going to float your boat and, oh, yeah. you know, fluff the ruffles and tell you how it is. Yeah, we were talking about constructive criticism earlier. Yeah. If I don't take constructive criticism, can't get constructive criticism. Then I'm it just be, becomes criticism, it, and that's not fun. That's not fun, and I'm going to be making a whole bunch of bad mistakes <laughs> over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so you're looking for more clients? Oh, yeah. You got room? Oh, got room. All right. So you got a website or anything? I do. Website is uh, the Haven Place dot org okay easy to you get sure you <laughs> <laughs> see his face like, right, I, had to, maybe? I, had to, I had to think about that you caught me off guard on that no it's https thehavenplace.org yeah. okay cool and we'll share the link too when we re, when we repost and stuff okay. so yeah um so hang out for a minute we're gonna talk about some salsa mm. you guys talk about the salsa i may sample some of you need to you have you have you not tasted it yet put it I in have. your mouth you've been hesitating i have Dude. You Don't got, be afraid of a good time. Look, all I know you is that got, this... You got mild. It's it's for people who can't take the heat. You don't seem like that. You know, I'm the salsa whisperer now. I've gone to a new level. <laughs> the salsa whisperer? I'm the salsa whisperer. <laughs> I can go, tell what kind of person... I'm going after the spicy stuff. I like it. That's that's the creme de la creme. You're going that first, huh? Well, heck yes. Okay. He's scared of a good time. What else? Is it, what's the other one? You got you got mild, medium, and hot? Yep. So hot's good. I mean, I'm, I want medium. I'm going to try medium. I, th- I th- think medium is like my perfect zone here 
All right, man. Whoa. So, so. A little bit of bite. For Good those, that, oh, give it Good a stuff. thirty seconds, man. Yeah, so said, let, up let, on you. Let it, let it build up. It's yeah. a crescendo. Of Eat it. three or four of them at a time. <laughs> see what happens. We have a. Uh, all right, so what's up with the chips, man? Well, this the, is the a chips whole new are thing. Uh, something that I really wanted to uh, explore because I don't want to get into the chip making business as, as many times as people have told no, me. No, but I need the to. vessel is quite important. The vessel, it, it is, but you know. Having the world's best salsa, the vessel is a vessel, so it doesn't really matter. You can eat it with a spoon, uh, put in your Bloody Mary. I did a. Uh, That's what I do with it. A wine taste. You, it oh is, yeah, it is so good in a Bloody Mary. Because <sighs> what Bloody Mary is missing is a little body. You know, you can throw this and that and all the vegetables in it you want, but you're going to get stuck with tomato juice and vodka. Mm-hmm. You throw a little tablespoon of the world's best salsa in it. And then you've got this intricate, well-balanced uh, drink. Um, but I did uh, gazpacho for a wine tasting uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, so I, I really like to take it out of its normal boxes, chips and dip. But uh, My the, favorite is the smoky flavor that's in it. I love it. God. Well, that's what makes it Texas style. I was, I was uh, going through my feed on Instagram and a guy posted a picture of some salsa. He's like, oh, I'm from Texas and and you know, this is what salsa is to me and he gave out the recipe uh, and I was like, oh, wow. This guy really is from Texas and you know, this is why. And I just got his recipe. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's, it's so similar to mine. It's, it's what are the key ingredients to truly be a Texas style salsa and, and what I grew up eating. Uh, I'm good. I've got a mic over here. All right. and, and these chips are quite phenomenal. Uh, I sell my product at Whole Foods and a lot of uh, natural food stores around yeah. the southeast. And I run into a lot of allergies. And you'd be surprised what people are allergic to. Um, and these chips are grain-free. Uh, Siete. They're a company out of Austin. Uh, they're made with cassava root. So really? It's, yeah, it's, it's really cool that it's... They taste uh, really good. And that is why I called them. Yeah. <laughs> because I was using them, and uh, I was like, you know what? I, I've been looking for someone that has a product to the quality of mine. So I, I hit them up and, and uh, told them I want to do some promotion with mm-hmm. them, and uh, they sent me some chips. All made in the USA, too. Oh, yeah. You know, if you can't have U.S.-made uh, salsa and not have some U.S.-made chips. I heard. And they're they're a family business like me. All right, so uh, cassava flour, avocado oil, coconut flour, ground chia seed, and sea salt. That's it. Dude, you would never know that these weren't tortilla chips. Straight they, up, they look like tortilla chips. They've got the same That's crunch crazy. of it, uh, but the health benefits are uh, are through the roof. And uh, you know, they're gluten free and vegan and all those important things. Uh, Which means you can eat the stuff a lot and not get fat. Because your body will break them down fast. Exactly. Because it's real. You know, Maybe corn corn doesn't really digest. <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> it's absolutely pointless nutrition. It's like iceberg lettuce. There's no point. It really is no point. None. You know, I burn corn. I, I My cars run on ethanol, so mm-hmm. that's the best thing you can really do with corn. Um, you really, yeah, if you think about it, man, one of our largest crops has no nutritional value. Yeah. Huh. It's a big exporter of the whole nine. Yeah. Uh, so Make some diesel. There you go. I, 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 and what's crazy is down here on the Gulf Coast, we don't have ethanol stations. Uh, 
and you go as far north as Montgomery, and you, you know you find them anywhere, mm-hmm. all all over the U.S. Uh, but uh, the the salsa is is coming on along, man. Uh, How long you been doing it now? It's been four years we've been in business. Yeah. Uh, I have, let's see. I haven't had a job since May <laughs> May of 2014. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're approaching four years. I'm aware of how to calculate. I, I, I got you. Mine's January 25th, 2015. I'm with you. It's, it's 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 you know it's your Independence Day. Yeah. It's it's where you go from working towards building a brand for someone else, mm-hmm. and you start working towards building your future. Yeah. Uh, so that that's real important to me. So and I you know I've known you over the years. I've watched you go from from marketplace to pedaling out of the car to uh, stopping at the restaurants and, and seeing if they'll buy it there to every grocery store this man could be in and try to get somebody to taste some salsa. Oh, you see, it's on, it's on, it's still on your social media. I'm oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll put it in somebody's mouth anywhere. Uh, one of my favorite <laughs> things to do is when I stop at restaurants to eat, uh, from being mm-hmm. in restaurants for so long, I tip with salsa mm-hmm. and that's different oh, I love it because <laughs> they everyone lights up mm-hmm. you know because number one I, I show up with it I walk yeah. in the door with it in my hand because I'm going to use it in some capacity mm-hmm. very seldom do I eat a meal where I'm like mm, salsa wouldn't make this better right uh, so <laughs> very very seldom it's, it's an addiction like that <laughs> it is uh, as he goes back for some more <clears throat> yeah um, so you know they're sitting there and they're looking at it and I, I'm watching them eyeball it and and you know, so I kind of I, I play with them like, hey, you know, you're in the salsa, you know, uh, like yeah, yeah, I make the world's best salsa. And then at that point, they're, mm-hmm. they're the hook set. Yeah, um, they're like, oh yeah, prove it. <laughs> right, you know, it's either prove it or like, oh my god, you make the world's best salsa. Right. Uh, and at the end, when I when I put it in their hand, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much, yeah. you made my day. Yeah, because uh, it's something different, man. It is. You know, uh, what was crazy is we were uh, about to go out of town to make a delivery. And there was a guy, uh, a homeless guy, on the side of the road. And uh, my buddy gave him a twenty dollar bill. You mm-hmm. know, he looked at it, rolled it up, put it in his pocket, and I gave him a thing of sauce. He's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to eat this." Yeah, that I don't doubt. That I don't doubt. Yeah, I believe it too. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, there's some power in this." Yeah, and you know that's why I say I'm on a mission to make the world a better place, one cup of sauce at a time, because. Uh, once again, being in restaurants, and you know this, uh, a lot of stuff that you sell people may not be good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's you know really it's a, a struggle, man. A genre that that uh, is being explored now. Yeah, you know, for years it was it was a bunch of junk that wasn't good for you. So for me to have a product that I know helps people in multiple ways mm-hmm. is uh, really meaningful to me uh, because I'm I'm passionate about food. And uh, to be able to help people, because uh, I mean, it, okay, it's the most nutritious sauce in stores. Yeah, I've been looking. I haven't found one that has what this has. You're talking no fat, no added sugar. It's low sodium. Yeah, it's vegan. It's gluten free. It has fiber, iron, protein, vitamin A, and 35 percent of your daily vitamin C in one serving. You can eat a cup of this, and it's like eating an orange. Yeah. And then it aids in digestion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Did you notice there was nothing unnatural in that label right there? Oh, no. <laughs> and There's it, been a lot of studies talking about the benefits of curcumin, hot stuff, spices. Oh, man. I got peppers digestion. growing on the yeah. front porch now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. stuff. 
Well, you know, I I had to really stick to my guns because I was trying to get a lot of people to make it for me, and they just didn't want to do it. They wanted me to fill it full of a bunch of junk to make it sit around forever. Mm-hmm. And I struggled at first because of it uh, and had to hire my own people, train them, mm-hmm. and make it the way it's supposed to be made. It's still made the exact same way it was when I was making it at home. Yeah. It's it's the only truly homemade sauce on the market. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it have a shelf life? It does. Yeah. Uh, it's good for a month. Okay. You know, it's not bad. It, it, not at all. Which I mean, is, uh, which just goes to show you, like the natural preservatives of yeah. peppers and the acids and and, yeah. and all that stuff. You got vinegar and lime juice. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, there's no secret. People are like, what's the secret? It's fresh. That's the secret. Well, <laughs> you, the only other thing you need there is salt, and you got gravlocks all day long. You know what I mean? Like that's how they preserve that stuff back then. One so. container of this at home is going to last three days, let alone a month. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be lucky if you last two. Yeah. My, my, hey, look, I had the big one, and it lasted about a day. Seriously. Well, you're a true salsa addict, though. Okay. Well, I also had others in the household that <laughs> were addicts as well. <laughs> and, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I make the big one. Uh, b- because I had so many demands uh, when we were doing the farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. We need a bigger one. We're blowing through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they hit me on social media. I ate mine in one day. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. Tony, I, I really like this stuff, but it, the it struggle just doesn't last long enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, especially when you really get into the the different uh, uses of it. It's yeah. super versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I did gazpacho. You know, I did, uh, since I've been here on here last, I've been doing a lot of TV. Yeah. I did uh, HLN uh, three seconds with them and I just did a craft uh, promo. Nice. Where uh, I highlighted their, their uh, just crack an egg thing. But uh, the versatility is amazing. And yeah. I've I've made dishes from all over the world. I do this breakfast dish called shushuka, which mm-hmm. is uh, tomatoes and onions and garlic with uh, feta cheese and poached eggs on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, next week for my group, I'm, I'm making uh, shrimp creole and succotash. Oh, that'd be a good one to have it in oh, for sure. Oh, the shrimp creole. Yeah, or jambalaya even too. Oh, yeah. Jambalaya, gumbo, you name it. Anything you would normally put tomatoes in, mm-hmm. just put the salsa and yeah. you're going to get a lot more flavor. It's a great it. topping. I mean, it goes on burger really good, too. I, I've done that Thank one. Thank you for saying that, yeah. because yeah. I'm always a person that has to say I, that. I have, no, I've, I've, I've done it. When you told me about it, we, when I was cooking over at Pensacola Cooks, man, uh, we did it. It was good. It's, it's, I mean, obviously, you throw it in the taco, but what I, what I, it goes really good on fish. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one, right? For those of you that don't know how to cook fish, you can cook it. And then you can just put the sauce on top. Yeah, I mean you're a winner, right? Or bake it. You know, throw throw it in the uh, with a little olive oil and and a little dill and salsa and, mm-hmm. and, and bake it. A little lemon. It's, call it a I mean, day. It's super easy. Um, Tony doesn't even care if you take it out of the package and call it your own for your parties. No, you you can own that. You know, mm-hmm. throw a little sauce on you. Say you've been slaving in this kitchen all day. Mm-hmm. It works for me. But I tell you what, they're gonna know it's not yours when they taste it. And the biggest compliment I get is is from fellow salsa makers, and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, this they're is like, damn, why did I not think of that? <laughs> like, no need for me to buy all these ingredients, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and they just pick up the package." I went, for yeah. your, I went for your spicy stuff, and I was getting some grief about this is really going to burn. This is not that spicy. No, and that's why it's yeah. called spicy. It's got flavor. It's no, got flavor. Yeah. Nowhere on there mm-hmm. do I put hot on that yeah. package because yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I tell the people who are into spicy stuff, this is not going to be hot. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to fall in love, but it's not going to yeah. be hot. Yeah. 
And it's don't good. go dump in Tabasco into my salsa. Yeah, don't ruin it. No. It's good flavor, huh? It's well, very good flavor. It's intricate because two reasons. It's got a whole bunch of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And it's fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, your palate, the way it works is you hit sweet on the front end, you get savory in the middle, and your spice on the back end. Mm-hmm. Most salsa, and what people have been fooled into thinking what salsa is, comes in a jar. When you put it in a jar, you have to cook it. Mm-hmm. As soon as you cook it, it becomes mush. Yeah, no, it's just gone. And it, you don't get the, the elements. With this, it, it tickles your tongue in different places, and it takes you on a little ride. Mm-hmm. And that's what that really blows people's mind, is that uh, it's like, oh, it's sweet. What, did you got sugar in there? It's honey? Mm-hmm. It's a, a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it's not New York City. Right. And I only use uh, domestic tomatoes. And right now, through most of the year, it's Florida tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, so you get the sweetness, you get the body. It's not just a bunch of juice and water. Right. Uh, and that makes a huge difference. So mm-hmm. it's it's all natural sweetness. Uh, How many units are you moving now? Uh, like between all the uh, the because you went okay. So I didn't finish my story. You went from out of the car to the farmers markets to the to the restaurants to Whole Foods. Yes. Right? From to, one to whole market. Well, yeah. To, I, hey, look, one is one. Right. One is one. Mm-hmm. Now we're in 40. That's uh, yeah. everyone throughout the uh, the southern region. Uh, we're distributed on Amazon. Yeah. So, you know, I got people eating it all over the country. Um, I've got restaurants all on the beach that mm-hmm. order it through my produce company. Uh, we, we've come a long way. And this year I'm really- In four years. In four years. Uh, That's fast, man. I, I didn't realize that. That's fast. For me, I'm like two years. That's behind like ten years ahead of the curve. Be. Seriously, <laughs> and I, for I, product I, development like I, that. I talked to other manufacturers, and they're like, "Dude, you're where I am, and I've been doing it for eight years. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for ten years, and I I didn't realize it. And what what really makes us grow so fast is the profit share group that I established to start this brand." Mm-hmm. You know, we've got well over 100 people involved, and everyone brings something different to the table. And that's why I constantly grow that group because I don't know everything, mm-hmm. you know, but I do know when someone has a good idea. I do recognize people's skill sets, and we apply all that to development of the brand. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they're mowing a yard. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, has Big to be done sometime. Uh, <laughs> it's all parking lot. I'm, I'm quite right, curious, I was quite like, curious where the grass is that he's mowing is close to the microphone, right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh well, for, sorry for those who are listening to hear it, but there it is. Uh, but that's that's what I really have turned my focus to is because we have grown really fast. Yeah, I, I was uh, my goal was to become a a regional brand, uh, and we've accomplished that. Yeah. So this year, it's it's a whole different look. It's all about developing my profit share group. It's all about developing our infrastructure mm-hmm. um, and shifting my role as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing some interesting reading uh, and so many entrepreneurs fail because they don't know how to shift their role. Mm-hmm. They get so stuck into doing things the way that they get been doing working it. in the business instead of on the business. Exactly. And, and you know, developing team members and managers and delegating responsibilities is the key to scaling your business. Mm-hmm. So that's what my focus is this year, uh, is is putting the right people in place and and getting the uh, the infrastructure set for us to make five times as much mm-hmm. sauce as we do and yeah. and be in uh, 
300 times more locations yeah. in the next three years. Yeah, without losing any quality and sacrificing anything that, that usually happens when you tr- start trying to scale that big. Exactly. Um, but that's that's what's exciting. That's the other big thing I got going on other than I found, you know, delicious chips to go with my salsa yeah. that I don't have to make myself. I'm, I'm impressed, dude. Those, they really are cool. They're, I'm a believer that the vessel is just as important as the ingredient that's on it. You know, I mean, sauce is good and you can dip anything in it, but it could always be better if you dip the right thing in it. I had a chip uh, because I've been doing these uh, veg fest Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't realize there's so many sauces (laughs) that aren't vegan. And so that kind of makes mine unique. That's a little weird. Isn't Actually, now I think about it, why is salsa it's, not vegan? Right. It's supposed to be vegetables. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> your boy that was here last time, he was putting chicken yeah. broth in his. Yeah. And so it, I guess it's not as uncommon as as, as we perceive it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, with these veg fest, I give away a lot of chips. Yeah. So I get a lot of retailers just to give me chips so I can give them away. And uh, I should have known. It was should have been a red flag when they were like, "Here, please, Tony, take these three mm-hmm. cases of chips." And this, it was so bad. Yeah, it was just a terrible chip. I stopped giving away because it was actually taking away from yeah. the flavor of the salsa, and that's hard. That's to not good. Do. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I mean, this stuff is powerful. People are like, oh, I just brushed my teeth. I was like, don't worry about it. Oh, I'm drinking coffee. It goes great with yeah. coffee. Don't worry about it. I got gum in. That's true. I just had two pieces of trident gum, and it, it, that didn't last one bite. Oh, it blows right through. It is. It, it's so potent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the vessel vessel is important. So I'm I'm happy that uh, I found a, a good fit. And uh, they they appreciate the, the the promotion that I'm giving, and you know once again I'm helping people because I run into people all the time saying, oh I can't eat this, I can't eat that. You can eat this. Right. There's nothing in this. Right. Um, but the other the other thing that I got going that's exciting is I just joined a uh, course called uh, Emerging Leaders, uh, put on by the SBA and the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. So uh, what it is is a, a CEO mentoring and networking group um, in it with uh, 20 other people who run businesses, own businesses, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And, and that one's in Mobile, right? It's in Mobile. Okay, so that's kind of like, I, I got you now, that's like our, our LEAP program here, like Leadership Pensacola. Yep, I got you. I went through uh, that. It's, and, you know, it's, a, it's a national program. Yeah. They, they have these uh, courses all over the U.S. And uh, it, like I said, it's we're all local around mm-hmm. here you know mm-hmm. from from Gulfport over to uh pensacola we're all in it together so you know anyone who might be interested in it please look into it because it is a national yeah. program and it's it's very uh vital if you plan on growing your business yeah because so especially many in, us, in the communities that you're in right you know i mean i when we when i did mine and i've lived here for 30 something years there were things that i had never seen that were here that I had no idea was here, like IHMC and some of the businesses and some of the things that came out of Pensacola that I had no clue just because nobody had actually put me in a car and driven around and said, Hey, let's go talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so it's cool because I was already working on a plan to grow my business anyway, which I'm already putting in place this year. But what it's really making me do is reflect on who I am as a business owner mm-hmm. and operator. Uh, and, and taking notes and, and reading about it. So it's it's a, a great opportunity for me. Um, and I've really been enjoying it because I don't have time to self-reflect when, you know, you're 
in six different states <laughs> in the same week and <laughs> you're kissing babies and shaking hands yeah. and taking yeah. salt. My self-reflection, yeah, d- uh, put that over to my self-reflection guy. <laughs> He'll let me know about it, yeah. So, you're right though, man. I mean, yeah. you're, you're 100 miles an hour. And it's 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 very important for business owners to, to stop, evaluate yourself, evaluate your team, and take your time to really put together a strategic action plan. Yeah. Because, you know, most entrepreneurs, they get started, they have their, their big vision. They know where they want to mm-hmm. go. Uh, and that was the easy part for me. I always knew where I wanted to be, so I really have been kind of <laughs> reverse engineering yeah. getting there. Uh, and, you know, you got to be flexible. Uh, that's, you know, how I ran into you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I was in a place and putting it in a place that initially I wasn't planning on being, yeah. uh, but it worked out that way. And go with the flow. Don't don't fight it. Don't get too uh, rigid in in what you want to do, where you want to be, uh, because that that really stifled me for a little bit. And it wasn't until I I let go and, and stumbled into the farmers market. Mm-hmm. I never planned on going to the farmers market. I was all about retail. Uh, was going to have distribution laid mm-hmm. out, going to major retailers, and it didn't work out in the time frame that I wanted. And I hopped on my bike and went to the farmer's market mm-hmm. one day, and that changed everything. It gave me a retail outlet. I developed the other flavors because uh, I was really going to bring one Change the complete direction of where you were headed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was flexible. Yeah. I let go of my old business plan and, and started yeah. writing a different path for myself yeah you better learn to pivot if you're ever going to be business <laughs> and that's a fancy way of saying you better fix it <laughs> quickly yeah quickly flexibility that's, that's that, that is key well look man if anybody wants to find the stuff or go get it today or get any more information where can we send them to uh, uh you can check out all my social media outlets it's tony's com is the website uh tony's com on instagram uh tony Teos on twitter and um, that's T E J A S. Yes, that 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 word has many layers, like an <laughs> onion. Uh, I grew up in Texas. I'm from Mobile, Alabama, and I grew up out in Texas for a while, and out in Phoenix. And when I moved back to Alabama, the salsa was so awful that uh, I, I made my own, and I wanted to give it something authentic. I didn't want it to be, you know. Lower Alabama salsa, New York or, City, right? You know, so I said, you know, what what is my favorite word, and what is this from Texas history, and and what is this product? It's true Texas style salsa. Mm-hmm. So Tejas is the Native American word for friend, and Spanish for Texas. So that's why it's T E J A S. Uh, and you know, once again, this whole business was founded on uh, my friends and my investment group, and uh, so. We really become quite a family, so there's there's layers to that. <laughs> it's really easy to get happy with family when you're making money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all getting along right now. <laughs> yeah, this this is true. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, and like I said, if anyone's interested in that uh, emerging leaders uh, course, it's uh, called Streetwise MBA uh, through the SBA. Very it, cool. Uh, it'd be very uh, helpful for a lot of folks. Yeah, because I'm in there with folks that you know have been in business 20 years. You know, Good experience years. to be shared, man. Right, and, yeah. and that's the big thing. You can bounce these ideas off of people, and uh, and ev- and it's it's amazing how 
some of the same issues go across the board, no matter what kind of business it is. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm the only food manufacturer in the in the in the course, right. uh, but we all have a lot of the same issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool, man. Well, I want to thank both you guys for coming in today. It's thank a you. pleasure. It's awesome. It fun. We're going to get off this air and eat the rest of the salsa is what we're going to do. True. Guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our webpage at PensacolaBusinessRadio.us. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.